dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. All right. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business, the podcast for Strainwise Consulting. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks. I'm the Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today is Christy Kotzko, who is the compliance manager. I like to say compliance guru, overall badass. Yeah. Right? In general. <laughs> Is here today, and we're going to talk about three compliance pitfalls that every entrepreneur should know. So, Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, as we lay this out, we're going to do three compliance pitfalls for every cannabis entrepreneur. The first one is... So, not following the regulations. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on uh, what standpoint you're at, this industry has a ton of regulations. I feel safe to say it's probably the most regulated industry in the world. Um, there's a ton of things, small things, large things, everything in between that you've got to keep your hands on as far as compliance is concerned. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll do a quick overview of the, of the three and then we'll dive into them as well. So second pitfall of compliance. Uh, not acting like compliance is everyone's job. Uh, I'm the compliance manager. Of course, compliance is my job. Um, but down to every manager, every bud tender that your dispensaries have, every grower that your um, cultivation center has, everyone needs to be well-versed in compliance. All right. And the number three reason is? Uh, ignoring continuing education. Uh, these regulations have a tendency to change quite often, quite quickly. Uh, you've got to keep up on the data for sure. And we've got two bonus ones where we're going to throw in ignoring standard operating procedures. We'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about a lack of inventory control and metric reconciliation, which is specific to Colorado. And we hope that's insightful to you. So a couple of things about Strainwise Consulting and, and why you'd want to listen into this. We are the most sought after consulting company for applications and management contracts in the cannabis industry. We did consult on the very first recreational license in the world. We're very proud of that. In fact, we worked on seven of the first 10. We have nearly 100% success rate on all applications submitted, and as Christy will talk about later on, she manages our, our licenses, and we've applied for and won more than 200 of those. We also have nine branded dispensaries throughout the state of Colorado, and we're expanding across the country and in Puerto Rico as we speak. We have 100,000 square feet of cultivation space as well, and we are among the top five marijuana companies in the state of Colorado. Forbes has listed us as one of the top 50 publicly traded companies in the space as well. We're also very proud to announce that we were the very first consultant on the very first vertically integrated Native American tribe selling cannabis in the United States. So let's get back, Christy, to uh, pitfall number one, not following the regulations. Uh, so like I said, there's there's no end to the regulations. Um, of course, we are regulated by the Marijuana Enforcement Division. That would be our number one concern. But we're also regulated by local governments. Um, we're regulated by the fire departments, uh, Department of Agriculture. I mean, the list is never ending. It's it's not just the marijuana agencies that you need to be careful of. 
um, everyone has their own regulations that they'd like you to follow. And so I think people who are not familiar with the marijuana industry and what we go through at Streamwise specifically, obviously we have the consulting arm that's a publicly traded company, but then the entities are owned and managed separately. Correct. Each one of those, however, you're the head of compliance for all of those. Correct. And it sounds like, okay, you've got nine dispensaries, you've got, you know, maybe seven to nine cultivation centers. That is going to be at the most 18 licenses, but it's closer to 200. Tell us tell us a little about that. Absolutely. Like I said, uh, the fire department wants us to be permitted towards them. Uh, alarm companies, we need to be permitted towards them. Um, I mean, the list truly goes on and on. I mean, I, I don't know that there's not an agency that wants to regulate us right now. Right. <laughs> Okay, so um, as far as regulations go, state and local, different? Uh, Definitely different. Uh, Very similar, of course. They've all got the same general um, goals in mind with regulating our industry, but they definitely look for different things. You you will um, do some actions to appease those state regulations, and then you'll have to do some completely different actions to appease the local regulations, too. Um, They're not one in the same. Definitely not. Okay, and as far as different agencies go, you've got the MED, CDA, OSHA, DEH. Talk about those. Correct. Like I said, the MED and Marijuana Enforcement Division, of course, that's going to be our number one player, Mm -hmm. the number one regulatory body for our industry. Um, But that doesn't mean the Colorado Department of Agriculture with with chemicals that we're using in our uh, cultivation facilities. Um, OSHA for just general health and safety practices amongst employees. Uh, Department of Environmental Health, wanting to make sure um, refrigerated items are kept at the correct temperature, just like any other restaurant or or anything like that. It's it's not just marijuana that they're looking for. Well, and it's interesting because when you look at all of these agencies, I think one of the things that we do really well, and particularly that you do very well with StrainWise, is staying ahead of these things. When you're not yet regulated, it, I think it behooves you to, to be smart and think, okay, the FDA is eventually going to be involved. These agencies are eventually going to be involved, so let's do it now. Correct. Uh, proactivity is my favorite word. It really is uh, because, like you said, the FDA doesn't regulate the marijuana industry, but they could very well pop into one of our dispensaries wanting wanting to see, like I said, the, the food holding temperatures or anything like that. It may not have anything to do with marijuana, but we still follow follow fall under those regulations. All right. And then you also want to protect your reputation with your regulators and build rapport, which I know you're excellent at. That's right. I mean, we're all human. Uh, sometimes you may be in violation of a regulation that you're not even aware of, such as DEH, like I said, the the uh, cold holding temperature of refrigerators. Maybe maybe our temperature uh, refrigerator wasn't um, holding the right temperature. If you've got a good relationship with the Department of Health inspectors, they they know you're trying to fix things, so they're willing to give you that extra time to fix it. They're willing to work with you. And then one of the things I also noted when we were talking earlier is that you want to prepare for future inspections before they happen. That's right. Again, proactivity. You want to be able to know what these inspectors are going to ask for. You, Like I said, again, up on the regulations, you need to know exactly what they're looking for, and it would behoove you to have that stuff already prepared before they come in. 
Wonderful. And then accountability towards your vendors. A lot of people don't understand that it's your relationships and your vendors that they're out of compliance. You're out of compliance. That's right. Uh, it becomes our job to police vendors sometimes. Uh, if if they bring a non-compliant into product into our store, it's our responsibility to contact them and say, "Hey, this is non-compliant. We're going to have to work on something before we can sell these products on our shelves." Okay, and then store benefits from knowing MIP compliant rules. Well, uh, if you don't know their rules, then how mm-hmm. are you supposed to police them? You know, it. it we're not a MIP, so we may not have those regulations mm-hmm. foremost in our minds, but it still, again, is is a great practice to know their regulations. That way you you know what you're looking for in their products. Right. And a MIP for our listeners, a marijuana-infused product, a, a MIP is a separate license. It's someone you're going to interact with on some level. And to Christy's point, if you understand what they need to be doing, it's not necessarily catching them, but keeping them educated. Things are changing. Things, even in a in a mature market like Colorado, it's still a fluid situation. Correct. And compliance is the number one, uh, the best, the the number one uh, thing you should be focused on. Um, but knowing all of their rules as well, just because it doesn't specifically address you, is very important. That's right. It very is. All right, Christy, let's go ahead and talk about compliance pitfalls number two and three. We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to dive into those things. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Boober vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on, and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. All right, welcome back to Blunt Business. We uh, are sitting here with guest Christy Kotzko, uh, compliance guru, 
and overall expert, um, compliance manager for Strainwise Consulting. So welcome back, Christy. Thanks, John. Great. Well, as we finished up uh, before we started with the pitfall number one, we finished with understanding if you're receiving compliant products from your vendor or not. Now we're going to go on to compliance pitfall number two, which is not acting like compliance is every employee's job. Um, so, uh, like I said before, I am the compliance manager. Of course, it's my job um, to deal with everything about compliance. Uh, but, you know, it goes down to every single employee in your company, all the way from your compliance manager to the managers of your store to the managers of your cultivation facility down to your very newest bud tender that started yesterday. You know, we've all got to have a good understanding of compliance to make it work. Great. And so under compliance pitfall number two, not acting like compliance, the first thing we're going to break down is we're going to talk about cultivation. Uh, so cultivation, like I said, you have your cultivation managers, you have your growers, you have your trimmers. Uh, each one of these employees is under a certain obligation to make sure their job is being done compliantly. Uh, the grower, are they using compliant chemicals in, in production? The trimmers, are they reporting their waste weights correctly? Uh, the the actual facility manager, are, are is he making sure that all of these people are inputting data correctly? Is there some sort of balance, a double check? Uh, every single employee has a part in compliance. At the cultivation level, what is the number one thing that a regulator would walk in right away and say and notice? What's low-hanging fruit for them? Again, it, it really depends on what regulator you're talking about. If we're talking about uh, marijuana regulation, of course, they're going to want to make sure our scales are, are balanced and certified, that we are pulling those weights correctly. They're going to want to see our logs to tell how we've been spraying, what we've been spraying as far as chemicals in, in process are concerned. Um, but again, you have other uh, agencies that are going to come in and and investigate your facility. Maybe the DEH is going to come in, Department of Environmental Health, and they want to make sure you have soap and paper towel in the bathrooms. Uh, everyone's going to have definitely a, a different spot they're looking in. Along those lines, someone has been shut down for no paper and towels before. Absolutely, yeah, it can happen. That's that's just as much as a violation as as you know. 100 grams missing missing from a package. That's that's big fish to fry for sure, but there's definitely the agencies that are looking at that soap and paper towel too. And along the lines of processing next, I know sometimes you have processing inside the cultivation. Um, talk about compliance there and maybe a pitfall we can avoid there. Uh, processing, we're talking about uh, infused products, which is going to be um, concentrating the flower marijuana. So what we're really looking for there is uh, making sure the testing is running correctly, making sure when we uh, concentrate that marijuana down into uh, the infused product that it's an acceptable uh, rate of, of, of chemicals in there. Um, it's, it's been properly purged. Uh, I mean, there's a million and one things that you would have to put your fingers on at some point. All right, next up at the dispensary level, let's talk about compliance there. Uh, that's selling the product to the customers, to the public. That's that's where their eyes 
regulatory eyes tend to fall most heavily. They want to make sure you're you're selling your customer the correct amount. We're not overselling customers. Um, want to make sure our uh, uh, all of our products are labeled correctly, as I mentioned previously. Making sure that um, your infused product manufacturer has given you a compliantly labeled product. Okay. And then as far as best practices and security, discuss those for me, please. So security is a big thing for us. Of course, we're dealing with significant amounts of marijuana. We're also dealing with significant amounts of uh, money flowing through our facilities. We always want to make sure our cameras are up to date. Our DVR systems are properly recording that footage, that we can pull this footage for a regulatory agency that might want to see something at a moment's notice. Um, to be organized is is key with this um, because they do want to see the this information in a pretty timely fashion. Well, and then at the retail level, dispensary level also, um, isn't it better to be a lot neater because the optics matter? When the regulator comes in and sees that and says, you know what, I see packages over here or just a little – this, this um, perceived notion that maybe it's a little bit sloppy, that can open the door for further trouble. Absolutely. If you don't have your paperwork organized and, and your DVR can't be accessed in a, in a reasonable amount of time, they might think that, that there's other things that you don't have organized as well. And that could open you up to, to more investigation than, than what is needed. Um, it's always best to remain as organized as possible and to make sure that all of their information is available at a moment's notice. Okay. And then how do inventory systems factor into compliance? Um, so in the state of Colorado, we actually are, are uh, regulated by a state inventory tracking system called Metric. And that's just a, another part of, of reconciling your business. Um, any, any package that we get in, from a cultivation facility into a dispensary has to be transferred through that metric system too. And we need to make sure it's it's constantly reconciled. If you've received 500 grams from a cultivation facility, you must receive that same 500 grams in a dispensary and be able to account for everything. Right. And along the lines of a MIP and different things, when you're, you know, People don't realize this when you get in the business that you have to uh, you have to mark your inventory before it moves. Correct. Everything's got to be marked with that that inventory tracking system that Metric uses. Uh, the state, of course, wants record of every single movement of every single gram of marijuana in this industry. And with these inventory systems, the only way we can guarantee that is to make sure they are properly reconciled every single day. Okay. And then as far as transportation goes, what can you offer on that? Uh, so transportation, another one, maybe not the biggest player in the game, but certainly important nonetheless, impo as important as everyone else. Uh, these transporters are going to make sure that uh, the product gets from a cultivation facility to a dispensary, to a manu uh, manufactured infused products, wherever it's going to go. Um, this transporter is is your last link in that chain of custody. Um, you have to be able to say your transporter got 500 grams from the cultivation facility, transferred 500 grams to the dispensary. You know, 
that's that's another thing that's got to be reconciled. Okay. And then speak to packaging and labeling. I know some something is just often overlooked, and then not only just addressing packaging and labeling, but also who's responsible: cultivation, retail, vice versa. Uh, Well, as far as responsibility, everyone is responsible for labeling. It must be properly packaged and labeled before it uh, leaves our cultivation facility. It must be properly packaged and labeled when it gets to a dispensary. It, again, must be properly packaged and labeled when you're selling that to a customer. Uh, Same thing uh, with infused products. When we receive a product from a vendor, that's also they need to be aware of their packaging and labeling. We need to be aware of their packaging and labeling. Uh, again, the rules do have a tendency to change very quickly, uh, and sometimes you need that double check to make sure that we're all on the same page. Wonderful. I hope people are taking notes. I know we're going through a lot of things from cultivation to processing, dispensaries, security, best practices. We've covered inventory systems, transportation, chain of custody. I do want to mention a couple more things, green waste among the others. So this uh, green waste is the... Um, stems, leaves, other product from the marijuana plant that we won't ultimately be selling. Uh, So this means it's going to end up in the trash somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we must make sure that it's also staying away from public consumption, that we're keeping the public safe. There's, There's process to make sure that this green waste is properly disposed of, to make sure it does not end up in, in, in the public's hands. Um, it's also very regulated. And then state-specific regulations, we talked about that. Um, and then one of the things I love that you say, Christy, is if you wouldn't do it with the inspector standing there watching you, don't do it at all. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's it's just as simple as that. If you're not willing to do it in front of ins- an inspector, then it's not a good idea to do it at all, and you should rethink your decision. Okay. And going on to the third pitfall is overlooking continuing education. So that's, that's under those, we've got subheadings of training, networking, and touring other facilities. Yep. As I said before, these regulations are changing constantly. We've always got to be on the ball, getting the newest information and, and disseminating that to our employees to make sure they're on their game as well. Uh, a lot of that, my business includes going to the legislative hearings, going to city council meetings, staying up on these rules and regulations, letting me know what's what's coming down the line, uh, talking to your other compliance managers in the industry is also a huge tool to use. They might have some thought that you it never even occurred to you until you heard it from them, and now you realize that's something that you've, you've got to get going, you know? Right. And uh, spending time at the grow. Talk about that as, as far as I know. I know it's sensitive to tour other facilities and things like that. And you probably need to be connected or have that. And, and obviously people don't want to spread um, things for one go to the other. But spending time at the grow matters. Yep. Sometimes it's hard to get into other people's facilities. Uh, there is, like you said, potential for cross contamination and stuff like that. But it is a good idea if you can at all manage it um, to just look at other people's operations. Like I said, maybe they're doing something that you didn't think was, was appropriate or, or vice versa. And you can really um, feed off of 
their process. Excellent. Well, listen, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we'll be joined by Christy Kotzko, uh, compliance guru and compliance manager for Strainwise Consulting. So don't go away. We, we've got to finish this third pitfall, but we're also going to give you two more additional uh, items of information, two more bonus uh, pieces for you. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new Frontier Data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities, our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions, and our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Cool. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm Sean Eubanks. Vice President of Streamwise Consulting, and I'm here joined by Christy Kotzko, the Compliance Manager for Streamwise Consulting. And we've been talking about three compliance pitfalls uh, that every entrepreneur should know about. And we're now on the third segment, overlooking continuing education is one of the the things. And as we picked up last time, we were talking about spending time with the grow. And we're going to add two additional ones to that as well as bonus coverage. So I appreciate you staying in there with us, and we'll we'll continue the conversation, Christy. So after visiting your uh, after uh, spending time at the Grow, we've got Bud Tend at one of your stores. Correct. Uh, as a compliance manager, you you definitely need to be aware of all aspects of operation. I do not work in a cultivation facility all day. I do not work in a dispensary all day. But it it definitely behooves you to. Make sure you spend time at these places. Make sure that that you are aware of process and all of the compliance shortages that that may be occurring at that process. Uh, you won't know un, until 
you're in the middle of the process. And the next step is visit your testing facility. So why would you recommend that? Again, just just for more information, the the more information you can have about compliance, the better your business will run. Uh, testing facilities are are just another part of that. You're going to be in contact with these people nonstop for um, potency testing, microbial testing, contaminant testing, uh, pesticides. You need to be aware of what they know too. Uh, always be one step ahead of the game. And it's a lot easier to play the game. You know, I think this falls in line nicely with your recommendation earlier to, to um, understand compliance of a MIP, a marijuana-infused process um, product. Even though that's not your license and not your business, it is your business because you can help them along the way. When you visit these testing uh, facilities and you bud to know one of the stores, you're starting to put yourself in those shoes and starting to understand that. So I think you need to be relentless about continue education. That's right. The more you understand process, the better you can regulate process. And if if you don't know how a cultivation facility is works, how are you possibly supposed to manage compliance for that facility? Same with the dispensary, same with the MIP, and, and same with this testing facilities. Yeah, not everybody's lucky, like Straightwise Consulting, is to have a full-time compliance manager. It seems like where you would want to start, because if you lose your license, you're out of business. Um, but one thing you also mentioned, state and re- local regulations, it's you know just honoring the fact that industry is fluid, things are changing. So you absolutely have to stay on it yourself or hire someone or consult for a company or ask a company to, to look after the ever-changing state and local regulations. Just look at Colorado. I know we're a mature market now, but in the very beginning, 70% had to be grown that you sold. You need to be within the city limits here. There were just You could see it changing, and you can see the adaptation of those in the industry who've changed over the years just in Colorado. Yes. I mean, like you said, just since we've opened up there's been so many changes in process, so many changes in regulation. And like I said, it's just the best to keep up on all of that. You really do need a dedicated team member. There's there's a million and one things that you need to, to potentially worry about. And a, definitely a dedicated compliance team member is, is preferred. Excellent. We're going to kind of run through these other two um, uh, pitfalls here. I want to say one of the things that you mentioned, Chrissy, is is you must be familiar with all operations of the company in order to be the most effective and efficient at compliance. The more you know about the laws, the easier it is to follow and process compliantly. Correct. Uh, Like I said before, you cannot process um, compliance as far as cultivation is concerned, as far as dispensaries are concerned, as far as uh, manufactured products are concerned, unless you are familiar with the process. The more familiar you are, the easier compliance is going to be on you. And also you mentioned being flexible. In this new industry, laws change every day, so you must be able to roll with the punches in an instant. Okay, so going going into uh, compliance pitfall bonus round here, we're going to add two more things. The first one is the bonus. So this will be number four compliance uh, pitfall. It's ignoring the importance of standard operating procedures. So standard operating procedures, um, I mean, the definition is right there. You have to have a standard in order to make sure everyone is doing it correctly. Uh, I cannot, I don't have tabs on every single employee we have. 
that's not feasible. That's not possible in any way. So I rely on our uh, established standard operating procedures that I know everyone will be following step by step. And, and that gives me the confidence to know that all of my employees are conducting this process the compliant way. Yeah, it's interesting. We offer these standard operating procedures at Stainwise Consulting, and it's I feel like this is the most bang for the buck. If, even if you're wanting to go on your own and try to go on your own, and some people do that and they do it without a consultant and they kind of take their lumps and then they come back and, and realize mm-hmm. they need help. But in the very beginning, if they're going to take the pure entrepreneurial approach and say, you know what, we don't have it in our budget for a consultant – I would implore them to go ahead and purchase the standard operating procedures. That at least gives you an outline and your employees about how to do business, but most importantly, how to stay in compliance. Absolutely. These and our operating procedures are, you know, tried and true. We've been through the compliance game before. We know what works. We know what doesn't work. Um, and, and our SOPs are, are very solid, very strong, and they really help get us through uh, all of uh, dealing with all of those regulating agencies. We are at the last one here, the final pitfall for you. Um, just to review them real quick, the first one was uh, compliance pitfall number one was not following regulations. And then number two was not acting like compliance is everyone's every employee's job. And then number three, we had you at overlooking continuing education. And then we offered a bonus one of ignoring importance the importance of standard operating procedures. And then we have finished that um, and we're working on um, compliance pitfall number, uh, bonus number five here is inventory control. So again, as I was saying before, there is a definite responsibility on all of us in the industry to properly reconcile our inventory every single day. Um, Of course, that's going to be project number one in the eyes of the marijuana enforcement division. They've got to see that you've got to control on your inventory that every single gram is accounted for at all times. Right. And along the lines with uh, of inventory control, which is just so, I mean, you could talk about inventory control for hours. Oh, absolutely. We have metric reconciliation, which is fine. I think it's a wonderful guide. What are your thoughts on metric and how it assists the industry? Metric is a beautiful tool for us to use. It's the state-run tracking system that we use, and it basically allows us to reconcile uh, with our point-of-sale system that our dispensaries use, and that helps us reconcile inventory with the cultivation facilities that the product originally came from. Um, As I said, every single gram must be accounted for at all times, and metric is the tool that allows you to do that. And along the lines of security systems, the importance of those, I know there's been not us internally, but some other people we've heard have struggled with um, just not staying on top of something as simple as a DVR. Sure. Like I said, we are, we're, our facilities are full of marijuana. They're full of cash all the time. Of course, that can entice some people to want to break into our facilities. The best way to prevent that is to have a robust security system. You must have cameras at every entrance and exit point. Basically, no part of your facility should ever be out of surveillance. Yeah, and you think this is this protects the business owner, or this would be the most important thing. Um, cameras are not expensive. 
they're relatively cheap and they protect you and they keep they ward off theft and and internally externally um, and they provide for some really funny kind of real life blooper video rule reels of people trying to break into dispensaries. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, I've seen some some pretty amazing attempts. Uh, but again, uh, in this industry, it's just best practice to have the most robust system that you can possibly have. And although break-ins do occur, uh, they are very relatively few and far between because of these security measures that we put into place. Excellent. Okay, so moving on here. Now, remember, everything that we've shared with you today is implementation, it's practice, it's our experience. It is not theory. We've used every single one of these strategies to create a successful multi-million dollar business, and we believe that you can too. So just a quick reset on Square One and Strainwise Consulting and what we offer. We, we start from the very beginning, whether it's helping you get your business uh, off the ground through an application for a dispensary, cultivation, processing, that. Our Square One product set is, is very, very uh, intense. It starts with understanding cannabis, state regulations, how much money you need, how to become a legal entity. We teach you how to write a business plan, create the financial statements you need. We assist with construction and bail and build out as well. That's going to allow you to save hundreds of thousands of dollars just on our experience. And we're, we're happy to share our mistakes and, and some of the things we've done really well on the cultivation side. Writing standard operating procedures was relevant to our presentation today and how important that is. If, you, if you're not going to do anything else, make sure you have a set of those and, and as a guide for your business. Security systems, inventory audits can absolutely shut you down if you're not doing those right. Cultivation, extraction, retail best practices, testing products, very important. Point of sale inventory management systems, we can help you and guide you there. Packaging and labeling is more of a defensive measure now where you just have to at least do the very minimum. But we, we encourage you and we see more and more of our clients being receptive to being forward thinking on package and labeling and actually making it appealing. And there's a, a tremendous uh, progress there. Transportation and chain of custody all, uh, as well. Marketing, branding, social media, you name it. Uh, we're here to help you with those. And then minimizing the negative impact on your community is very, very important. We go through that with our applicants all the time in setting up a community outreach plan. We also have Strainwise University rolling out very soon. And I just want to remind you that with management consulting, we start with application submission and go all the way through the very end. Okay, I have an, uh, a question, one final question for you, Christy, on that. If, if someone was going to need compliance and they come to the terms of they, they need compliance, but maybe they're a smaller company and they can't afford to hire a full-time compliance manager, are are you available and do you recommend hiring on a contract basis a compliance manager? Absolutely. Uh, we do uh, consult with compliance, uh, depending on what kind of uh, compliance you're talking about, ver- um, cultivation facilities versus dispensaries. They're a little bit different games, of course, so I would have to have just I guess, more information on which ones we're consulting on. Um, but it's it's definitely a, a great tool to have a compliance consultant to be able to answer some of these hard questions for you. Excellent. Well, Christy Costco, I want to thank you so much for sitting in today. And I want to thank you all for joining us on this edition of Blunt Business. 
You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon on iHeartRadio. So, Christy, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure visiting with you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Sean. Great. And everybody, we'll see you next week, next Thursday. Have a wonderful week. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.